year, everybody. For one fan base, this is going to be a year of magic and triumph. And for another fan base, this will be a year where the suffering continues. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you don't believe me, there's my lower third right there. You can call me Sully and welcome to what is my sixth year, 2024, my sixth year as a host here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter. Or on Instagram, I'm your pal Simon Sully Baseball on Twitter, or whatever it's called now. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And if you are following us on the YouTubes or any of those other platforms and you want to make a comment, do me a favor. Post the hashtag. Where is it? Right there it is. Hashtag Everyday Sully. I want to get an idea of who's listening to me all year. This is going to be a fun year. This is going to be a year the Dodgers have signed everybody that they could grab. We're going to see some of the teams out there. We're going to try to win big time for their fan base. And when we wrap up 2024, we'll have a champion. Will the Rangers repeat? I don't know. Have the Dodgers purchased a title? And by the way, there's nothing wrong with purchasing a title. Purchasing a title is a legit way to win a World Series championship. Who knows? Will there be a team we're not even thinking about it's weaseling their way through the gauntlet of the postseason? And then suddenly we look up and said, can you believe the blankety blank blanks won the World Series this year? I don't know who the big player is going to be. You could easily say, hey, uh, Otani dominated with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Or, hey, Juan Soto dominated with his new team, the Yankees. Hopefully, we're going to see a great season out of Mike Trout. I miss healthy Mike Trout. My God, he's so much fun to watch. And he's staying with the Angels. He's signed that long-term deal that has kept him in Anaheim until the heat death of the universe. Oh, I'd love to see the Angels win at one point because I want to see Mike Trout win. I want to see our best players win the championship. Uh some of you may know about this. I, this is an undertaking I've done every year, and it's evolved over the years. Like many things, the first attempt at something, you know, needs tweaking and uh, adjusting here or there. As some of you know, I do Who Owns Baseball during the regular season, where I try to figure out who, you know, based upon the uh, best player, or your best pitcher and hitter in the American League and National League, and you know, I've found ways over the years to modify it here or there to make it a little more accurate. When the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, I decided to create a metric where I tried to quantify suffering, try to figure out which team has a fan base that has been suffering the most. Because for almost my entire life, you had the three big ones, the three teams 
with in large cities with rabid fan bases that had not won forever. And the big three were the Cubs had not won since 1908, the White Sox had not won since 1917, and the Red Sox haven't won since 1918. Well, 20 years ago, the Red Sox took care of business, and 19 years ago, the White Sox took care of business. And after the Cubs did their job in 2016, I thought, well, wait a minute. Who now has the most suffering of any fan base? And there were some teams that were big time on the suffering list. Teams like the fan bases of Washington, fan bases of Houston, fan bases of Texas, who have all managed to relieve their suffering over the last few years. So I'm going to break down a little bit of how I figure out the suffering index, which is the the statistic, that's, that's what I call it, the suffering in index. And this is how I do it. I could just have it be who's been waiting the longest for a World Series title. And if a franchise has never won a World Series, then I just move it back to whenever the team was formed. The one exception to that rule is the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers have never won a World Series title but Milwaukee fans have had a World Series title. They won in 1957 when the Braves were there. By the way, we've had a Milwaukee World Series championship more recently than we've had a Cleveland World Series championship. Then again, we've had a Syracuse NBA champion more recently than we've had a Cleveland World Series champion. As of this year, the longest losing streak has been in terms of waiting for a World Series title belongs to Cleveland, whether you call them the Naps, whether you call them the Indians, or whether you call them the Guardians, it's been 76 years. That's the longest drought. But there are other mitigating factors to suffering, and that's how I figured things out. I wanted to take in mind the waiting for a World Series, but I also wanted to adjust if a team has also been not playing in a World Series at all. If a team hasn't been making the postseason often, if teams have lost do or die playoff games, and I also want to bring back if it, the most recent champion World Series championship and the second most recent championship, because if a team has won multiple titles like the Red Sox and Astros have recently, uh, that eliminates a little bit of their sufferings. So, hey, you haven't been waiting a long time. Uh, a couple of years ago, someone pointed out that, yes, waiting for championships and waiting for postseason appearances should be included, but so should losing seasons and 100 lost seasons. And I said, you're right. So this is how I determine the suffering index. I take the number of years a team has last won a World Series title or the beginning of their franchise for the teams like the Rockies and the Padres and the Mariners, for teams that have never won a World Series. I take that. Then I take the num- I add to that the number of years since their last pennant divided by four. Basically, I don't want to have that number carry the same weight as a World Series title, but if you've won a pennant recently, that should eliminate some of your suffering. The number Then I add to that the number of years since the World Series title before the last one. So let's say, and yes, I'm going to, Astros fans, I am going to count 2017 here. You've had the Astros' most recent World Series title was 2022. Their second most 
most recent was 2017. Let's take a less controversial one. Braves were in 2021. The second most recent World Series title was 1995. I take that number and divide that by eight. Then I take the number of years since the last team's last postseason appearance. I divide that by 16. Now, the reason I do that is because if you've been waiting a long time for a postseason appearance like the Angels and the Tigers have, well, that should add to your suffering. But if you've appeared recently, like the Marlins did last year, uh, you know what? That should that should go uh, that should help out your number. Then I take the number of deciding one game playoff games or deciding games, games five, game seven, a wild card games. The number of those games that a team has lost since their last World Series title, and I multiply that by ten. Because knowing that you had a chance to move on, if you lose game seven of the World Series or you lose game five of the division series, and you think, oh, we were almost there, that adds to the suffering like crazy. I multiply that by 10. Then I, I also subtract the number of one game playoffs since the last World Series title. You've won. I don't do anything. To, I don't multiply that by anything. I just, if you've won a couple of those, well, that should relieve your suffering a bit. As per the suggestions of other people i take the number of sub 500 seasons since the last world series title divide that uh multiply that by two and the number of hundred lost seasons since the last world series title i multiply that by three if this is all confusing believe me it's less confusing than trying to figure out war and it's also right down here if you're on the youtube or if you're uh, read the the notes on wherever you're listening to this on the podcast, you'll see the formula. You'll see how I do it. And you'll also see that when I added it together and I put everything I put everything together, do you know what? It's pretty accurate. You'll see that the teams with the lowest suffering index are the ones whose fan bases have been let off the hook recently. And the ones with the highest suffering index are the ones that, well, let's face it, are suffering a lot. So we're going to start breaking it down. First, we're going to do the first half and see which are the fan bases that should be, you know, doing okay. And then we'll check the second half. And those are the ones who are having a bad time of it. Hey, let's talk a little bit on this New Year's Day about our friends at FanDuel. This is the ideal time. If you want to join FanDuel, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use that there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and wind down your football season with FanDuel, who's an official partner of the National Football League. A reminder as we start the new year that Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24 streaming channel. So let's go over this. Last year, 
the team that had the lowest suffering index was the uh, Atlanta Braves. And the, the Houston Astros were pretty much right on their heels. Now, th- let's go through this year. The team with the lowest suffering index is the defending World Series champion, the Texas Rangers. They have a 7.81. By the way, the team that wins the World Series isn't always the one with the lowest suffering index. When the Cubs finally won the World Series, the fact that I include the number of years since their previous World Series that still stretched it back to 1908 kind of hurt their score a little bit. But the Rangers have the lowest one with a 7.81. Uh, the second lowest one belongs to the Dodgers, an eight an 8.56 with also uh, lots of trips to the postseason and no losing seasons. The Braves have the third lowest at 9.69 and – uh, and the World Series title of a couple of years ago. So those are the only three teams with a single-digit suffering index. So Ranger fans, Dodger fans, Brave fans, no one's going to have any sympathy for you. None. Now, I know the Dodgers have a lot of pressure on them, but their fans haven't been suffering because, say it with me, the 2020 World Series counted. Okay, the team with the... The next team, fourth, uh, the 27th lowest, um, the 27th on the list are the Astros. They have a 13.44. The only reason why the Astros saw their score raise a little bit is they lost game seven of the ALCS to the Texas Rangers. In fact, if there's any way to boost up losing to a division rival, I should figure out a way to put that in there. But the fact that they lost a do-or-die game since their last World Series title, uh, that boosted their score a little bit. Uh, The Red Sox are next. They're at 26 with a 14.06. They have had a couple losing seasons recently, so that hurt their score a little bit. But they're still Red Sox fans. No one has any sympathy for you. Number 25, that's where you got the Nationals at 30.06, a recent World Series title, and no postseason losses since then because it was their last postseason appearance. Uh, Unfortunately for the Nationals, that has also included three 100-loss seasons since their last World Series title, which is weird for me because I felt like they only won the World Series three years ago. I know it's been longer, but time stands still. Having a couple of, uh, having three recent World Series champions or relatively recent World Championships has helped the Giants be at number 24. Wow, has it really been 10 years since the Giants have won the World Series? Man, this is, time is a strange, strange animal. Uh, also, what hurt the Giants score a little bit is the fact that they lost a do or die game to the Dodgers in 2021. At number 23, that's how, where you have the Cubs with a relatively recent World Series title and a couple of appearances in the postseason, they did drop a do-or-die game, wild-card game, to the Colorado Rockies, which hurt their score a little bit. The Royals have a recent World Series title, relatively recent, and another pennant, but no other trips to the uh, postseason, and they've had a bunch. They've had – I'm sorry, I got wrong. The Nationals have 100 lost season. I'm sorry. Uh, the Royals have had 300 lost seasons since their last World Series title, and that hurt their score a little bit. The Cardinals with uh, a 21 with a 46.88, uh, 
Um, they've had a couple of recent World Series titles, which helped them, but they have lost three do-or-die games since the 2011 World Series title, including the Game 7 to San Francisco and the wild card game to the L.A. Dodgers, which ended on a walk-off home run. They also lost a do-or-die game in the 2020 postseason to San Diego. But that's the lower third. Those are the lower third of suffering. Rangers, Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Red Sox, Nationals, Giants, Cubs, Royals, Cardinals. Those fan bases are doing okay in terms of suffering. Then comes the middle group. The Phillies at number 20 had a World Series title in 2008, a trip to the World Series in 2022, but a few do-or-die games that they've dropped, including the game where Ryan Howard collapsed in a heap in 2011 and last year losing that crushing game to the Diamondbacks of the National League Championship Series. And 19 are the Yankees. It's been 15 years since the Yankees have won a World Series or even been in a World Series. And they've also lost, count them, four do-or-die games since the 2009 World Series title. And those come back to haunt you. That's one of the reasons why they had to go out and get Juan Soto. And number 18 are the Angels, who should have an added boost to their suffering, losing Shohei Otani and wasting the youth of Mike Trout. But that's where they stand right now. The fact that they haven't been in the playoffs for a long time and have had a bunch of sub-500 seasons recently adds to their score. And number 17 are the Marlins, who have had a, two World Series titles in the last in 20 some uh, actually 25 years, I guess is what it is. Um, that helps their score. They've had a bunch of losing seasons. And eh, and the, we should also add, I wish there was a way to put it, the metric of giving away all their good players. Also, there'd be a way to put in the metric, the tragedy of Jose Fernandez. And number 16 is, they're the Toronto Blue Jays. And I feel very old because the Joe Carter home run doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Sully, it was 31 years ago. And using the rule of seven, if you're a 37-year-old person from Toronto, you don't have a memory of the Blue Jays in the World Series. And they've had some crushing, crushing losses along the way. At 15 are the Diamondbacks, who, if they had a couple of hits here or there, they may have been the ones standing winning the whole dang thing. Instead, they have their championship 23 years ago and um, a couple of do-or-die games that they've lost, including that walk-off game to the Milwaukee Brewers in 2011. The White Sox are at number 14. Okay, that's the halfway part. Those are, you know, that's that's the halfway mark. Every fan base I'm going to say from now on are the ones who are really suffering. And eventually, we're going to get to triple-digit scores. And those are the fan bases that, oh, man, you better hope they win this year. Remember that Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. 
Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. At 14, you have the White Sox at 76.31. You know, they won the World Series 19 years ago. They've lost one big do-or-die game in Oakland, of all places, during the COVID year. They've also had a bunch of losing seasons, and as I talked about last week, or maybe did I talk about that? I don't know. Some of these shows are being released out of order. There's some peril going on in Chicago. We'll get into that a little bit by the time we get up to Oakland. At 13 are the Rays. The Rays have lost a bunch of do-or-die games, and they've had some frustration in the postseason. Maybe they shouldn't have pulled Blake Snell in game six. Yeah, I'm still harping on that. It's one of the worst managerial decisions in the history of baseball. May have cost the Rays the World Series. Anyway, hopefully for Rays fans, they won't lose their team either. At number 12 are the Twins, which again feels weird to me because it doesn't seem that long ago since I saw them winning two World Series titles. But the fact that they were in the Metrodome shows, yeah, Sully, it was a while ago. It was a long time ago. And, of course, they had all of those years where they, you know, they couldn't win the big game or win any game in the postseason. At least they got to the division series this year. And number 11, the last of the double-digit suffering index totals at 94 are the Rockies, who have never won the World Series, only made the pennant once, and they, too, have lost a a key do-or-die game to the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2017. Okay, these are the 10 fan bases that are suffering the most. Remember how the Braves, Dodgers, and Rangers all had single digits? These are all triple digits. The Tigers at 107.6. They've been waiting 40 years for a World Series title. And despite getting to a World Series here or there, They've had a bunch of 100 lost seasons as well. It's no real sign they're going to do anything this year either. At number nine are the Cincinnati Reds, who last won a World Series and last appeared in a World Series 34 years ago, and they can't get out of their own way in the postseason. At number eight are the Mets. The Mets meet the Mets, grieve with the Mets. They pushed all the chips in the center of the table last year, and it blew up in their face. And so here we go. With 128.2, you've got a New York team saying, oh, please have us win. I still think it's smart that they're rebuilding because if you build up the right team, New Yorkers will fall in love. They've been suffering this much. Suffer a little more. Hey, Baltimore, you're at number seven. Maybe you should have acquired a starting pitcher at the trade deadline. Who am I to say? It's been 41 years since a World Series was even played in Baltimore. That was almost a full decade before the creation of Camden Yards. That's right. We've seen no World Series games in Camden Yards. We've seen some in Tropicana Field, but not in Camden Yards. Let's get to work on this. You're a 100-win team. You had a shot last year, and you said, oh, maybe we'll just hold on to all of our prospects. That was dumb to do. I was right to say it then. I'm right now. You've got fans who are suffering like crazy. At number six, you have the Mariners, who are the only franchise to never even appear in a World Series. 
And boy, oh boy, did they spoil fan the primes of superstars as well. Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez, Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, Felix Hernandez, Ichiro Suzuki, all played their prime in Seattle and saw a grand total of zero trips to the World Series. They never even got to game seven of the ALCS. And number five, you've got the Padres, who did indeed win the World Series, but unfortunately for Padres fans, it was in a made-for-TV movie called The Kid from Left Field starring Gary Coleman. That doesn't count. Okay? And it's been the Padres have existed for 55 years and have lost some bone-crushing games along the way. Sure, they broke the hearts of the Cubs in 1984, but the Cubs have since been redeemed. It's time for the Padres to be redeemed. Unfortunately, Gary Coleman is no longer with us. We're down to the 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 four, if the, the proverbial Mount Rushmore of suffering. And number four, you've got the Milwaukee Brewers whose fan base have been waiting since 1957 for a World Series championship. The Brewers were in the American League when they played in their only trip to the World Series. They've had some wonderful teams and lots of trips to the playoffs recently, but they haven't been able to get past that last hurdle or that second to last hurdle because they got as close to the World Series as Game 7 of the NLCS in 2018. They fell short. And number three, and this team may leap, do a leapfrog to the top, are the Oakland A's. Now, it's been 35 years since they won a World Series. What really has killed the A's is that since winning that earthquake series in 1989, nine times, count them, nine times, the A's have played in a do-or-die game, whether it's a Game 5 of the Division Series or a one-game playoff. And they play, actually, they played 10 do-or-die games since their last World Series championship and lost nine of them. And several times, they've had the winning run at the plate when they lost said game. That's suffering, especially if you look across the bay and you see their cousins piling up World Series titles in the 2010s. The fan base with the second most suffering that's the Pittsburgh Pirates, who last appeared in a World Series when I was seven. I'm going to be 52. There it is, the 79 series. That was the last time they were ever in it. A team that dominated baseball in the 1970s hasn't appeared in a World Series since I was in the second grade. And I'm not young. Kind of like the A's. The Pirates have lost five do-or-die games, whether it's Game 7 of the NLCS or one-game playoffs or Game 5 of the Division Series. Lots of crushing ones. I won't bring up Francisco Cabrera. Why did you do it? We're not going to bring up Madison Bumgarner. Why did you do it? Not going to bring up John Smoltz and Steve Avery. Why did you do it? Jake Arrieta, why did you bring him up? And, of course, the team that's suffered the most with the 76 years waiting for a series title, losing eight, count them, eight do-or-die games, including losing game seven of the World Series in extra innings twice. The Cleveland, call them by whatever name you want. They're suffering 
in them thar bones. How bad is it in Cleveland? They couldn't win the World Series when they were playing in the Major League movies. Now, you can argue that Montreal belongs on that list. And I haven't been able to figure that one out. That's more of an existential suffering. They had two years where they looked like they were going to win it all. 81, both of them were strike years. 81, where they were, they took the deciding game into the top of the ninth, brought in their greatest pitcher, Steve Rogers, to try to get through the ninth inning, only to have Rick Monday homer and give the Dodgers the lead, ultimately the pennant and the World Series title. And, of course, they put together one of the best teams I've ever seen in 1994, only to have the rug pulled from them when the player strike canceled the World Series. And that essentially put the death knell on Montreal. I believe Montreal can support a team with a clean slate and a fan base that, quite frankly, is, you know, it's been a couple of decades since they've left Montreal and the bitterness of 2000, I mean, of 1994, I bet has gone away. But the fact of the matter is they have kind of a different kind of suffering by losing your team altogether. And when I put this together, I'll try to, maybe I'll figure it out later how to quantify the Expos, but I'm going to add a special, oh, addition to the suffering index, which may come into play next year. And that is, if you lose your team, I add 100. And if everything else stays the same, and the Guardians don't win the World Series, the Pirates don't win the World Series, and the A's don't win the World Series, I'm going to add 100 to the A's, which would make the A's fan base the most suffering in all of baseball. But right now, it's Cleveland. Do I think Cleveland's going to win? No, but I didn't think Texas was going to win last year. What about the Pirates? There's an outside chance. The NL Central is winnable. And the Pirates have a lot of talent on that team. And they were playing very well last year through June, and then things fell apart. But you know what? Who knows? One of these teams I mentioned... You know, the Rangers were one of the most suffering teams in all of baseball, and suddenly they won, and all that suffering is erased. I would love it if one of the 100 suffering index team, the, the, whose, whose tally uh, went above 100, the Tigers, the Reds, the Mets, the Orioles, the Mariners, the Padres, the Brewers, the A's, the Pirates, and the Guardians. I would love it if one of those teams won, because for those fan bases, this is going to be the moment they couldn't wait for their whole lives. It could be the Dodgers, though. And that might make that may add to the suffering of some of the other franchises and other fan bases. We will find out. One fan base is going to look at this year as the year. The year their team won it. Could be the year their team went back-to-back back like the Rangers. Could be the year that the team put their stamp on this decade as a dynasty, like the Astros, the Braves, or the Dodgers. It could be the year where teams that got really close recently finally got over the hump, like the Rays and like the Phillies. Or it could be that startling moment, that generational moment, 
kind of like we saw with the Rangers last year. So let's just start this year. Go out, have fun, watch the Rose Parade here in Pasadena and all that other stuff. And go to Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter or whatever it's called now at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Wishing you a happy new year and figure out who's going to be suffering the most. Man, that's, I'm such a New Englander. I look at the new year and I can only think of suffering. Well, that's part of baseball. This has been Locked On MLB. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. <laughs>